Welcome to J Voices, the Asheville JCC podcast dedicated to maintaining connectivity and community during the coronavirus outbreak. Over the coming days and weeks, you will be able to tune in to hear familiar and beloved voices, find out what local organizations are doing in response to the virus, how you can stay connected, and how you can help. Today is Thursday, April 2nd. So far, in past episodes of J Voices, we've checked in with local Jewish organizations and heard from rabbis. We've received a lot of guidance and heard words of wisdom and encouragement. In this episode, we'll hear about the day-to-day struggles of juggling work and parenthood, or coping with little to no face-to-face time with friends. We'll hear from Ed Fiddleman, local musician and former JCC board member, about life without social engagements. We'll hear from the parents of young children who would normally be spending their day at the JCC's Early Childhood Center, and we'll hear from the JCC Youth and Teens Program Director about the incredible way her West Asheville neighborhood is making the best of the current situation. Thank you for listening. Now on the call with us, we have Paige, who is a mother with with children in Shalom Children's Center. And um, we're just going to talk with Paige today about how it's going um, at home with, with two small kids. Hey, Paige, how are you? Hey, Belle. I'm, I'm making it. I'm upright. And I don't have alcohol in me yet, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And um, I know a lot of us um, parents right now are probably already thinking about um, a vice or two. Uh, Gosh, so- only 3 o'clock. Mine started almost from the moment they woke up. Isn't it really hard? It's so hard being a parent right now. So how are you making things work? How are you juggling everything? And do you have a routine? And and what's your day-to-day like? What is it looking like for you? So the layers of that question are plentiful. And the net-net is that we're making it. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're more than making it. This experience, it's reminded me of the daily small things, truly, to be grateful for, including something as simple as being able to take a walk. And then being in, you know, good mountain air, that's also something for which I'm incredibly grateful. In terms of my kids, oh man, teachers need to get paid a lot more. And those teacher appreciation gifts, yeah, those are going to be way bigger next year. <laughs> um, I totally agree. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I've got, I've got great kids, truly. This mm-hmm. is hard though, you know, and, and I think it's calling all parents to bring the best you can in every moment, you know, that, that at least I want to maybe raise my voice or whatever it may be, try and do better. And I'm not always great at it, but I try, you know, I'm constantly looking for ways to engage the kids. So it's been a lot of crafts. It's been a lot of cooking walking, talking about things we see in nature. It's been some tears. It's hard, you know, that every day right now, because there's no real end that we know of, it feels like Groundhog Day, and it's hard. Yeah. Are they asking questions about what's happening? And if so, how are you talking to them about this? I think we have been more proactive than allowing questions to come, although some have come. How come I don't get to go to school and Sweetly mm-hmm. enough, you know, <laughs> mommy, I really want to get back to school. I don't want to stay home. <laughs> with yeah. You. Um, <laughs> so I've tried to, you know, make it an opportunity kind of about their, 
their control in, a, in, in any situation that there are some really bad germs out there. It's called the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You may hear people talk about it. Unfortunately, they're bad enough that we just don't really know how to take care of them and kind of knock it out right now. But what that means is we all have to stay home and kind of do our part and really be a good member of the community because it's not so much about us necessarily. It's being able to do good for the people who can't defend for themselves. Yeah, it's so true. So what about what about you personally? Like on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad is your, is your cabin fever? Like one being you're a natural introvert and you're totally fine, and 10 being you are fully dead, Nicholson and Shining. Um, I thought I was a real introvert. So I think if you had asked me a month ago, I'd be like, oh, I'm, a, I'm probably a three. Truth be told, I, I think I'm probably a six. You know, I, I mm-hmm. not being able to just, I, I think, you know, have the freedom or the mind space to know that I can get out is hard. You know, it's like if I say to you, don't think about a pink elephant, what are you thinking about? Right. Pink elephant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. and it's all you're thinking about. And so I think it's okay. I miss human interaction. So to answer your question, yeah, maybe like a six. So how do you feel about how long um, this is expected to go on? And we're looking at, you know, our lives being sort of dramatically changed in this way relative to June or July. Um, So how do you feel about looking at things in the long term? I think this is going to change the world, and I think – I think it's going to take people kind of back to to ground zero in terms of we need people, you know, basic psychology, social psych- like we 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 need human connection. So I wonder if this will propel some of us into a, a world of technology in ways that we need to be, but also kind of get us back to our roots with with people. We've gotten so much smarter than ourselves and ahead of ourselves. It feels like we've kind of lost touch with each other and how to. Mm-hmm interact. This is not only bigger than us, but way bigger than any of us could have ever oh. known, imagined, just soulfully hope the world will change dramatically for the better. Yeah. I've spoken to a number of people who, who have said something similar in that they kind of hope that this will bring about some of the changes that we've all been waiting for. So... Um, I really appreciate your taking the time to talk to me and um, nice hopefully to connect we- to another human voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great to hear your voice and um, and hopefully we can maybe check in with you again in, in the coming weeks and months and, and um, see how things are going. See how the new baseline shifts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, stay healthy, stay well, and uh, yeah, I hope to talk soon. Okay, thank you, Paige. You bet. Bye, Bye. Bye. Now on the line with us, we have longtime JCC member, Ed Fiddleman. Ed Fiddleman is a current member of TAG, the adult group at the JCC. He was a JCC board member from 2004 to 2010, where he also served as the VP of finance, and he is currently a member of the JCC's Finance Committee. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ed. Glad to be here. So 
we are now checking in with people in our community and just asking questions about how life is going, how this transition to living in, in isolation and how you're staying connected and just want to know what the day-to-day is like for everyone. So, so how are things looking for you? Well, things are going pretty smoothly uh, in our house. We're a little more fortunate than a lot of folks in that for many years now, my wife, who's a jewelry artist, Nadine, uh, she has her studio here at home, and I'm a CPA, and I have my office here at our house. So we've been working at home for years now. We must have been psychic when we started doing this. We knew we had to work from home. So we, uh, so you know, our normal daily working routine isn't that much different, other than the fact that it's hard to stay on the old schedule, you know, because mm-hmm. I used to get up every morning early and go to the gym, come home, take a shower, go to work. That was the routine. Now with the gym closed, my morning seems to just drift away somehow. Mm-hmm. I try to spend a little time each day just calling up some friends and family just to. Uh, see how everybody's doing. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've heard from a couple of people in the community who happen to be artists or musicians is that with a lot more sort of time in isolation and and to ourselves, a lot of artists and musicians are finding this to be a very creative time. And I know, Ed, you are the head of the Mountain Music Jam program at the Ashwood JCC, a group of musicians that meet together once a week and play old time and bluegrass music together. Are you finding that you are able to devote some of this time at home to creating more music? And and how are you staying connected with uh, your fellow Mountain Music Jam musicians? Well, I, I must say that probably the thing that I miss the most that during this time when people are having to be more isolated uh, is our Monday night music jams. That was kind of the highlight of my week every week. I really enjoy it. Um, I I do find I have a little more time to practice now at home by myself. Um, and, and I did have this little inspiration to write a little song about the pandemic, uh, which I did originally to share with, the members of uh, of our music jam. So, you know, that was kind of fun to do. Let's listen to Ed Fiddleman's COVID-19 song now. Hello, everybody. It's Ed Fiddleman bringing you the ballad of COVID-19. Years from now, we'll remember the year 2020 when the pandemic hit and it scared us aplenty. When the folks in China hatched this disease, we closed everything down and said, stay at home, please. Wash your hands with soap and water and hard rubbing motion, then top it all off with some alcohol lotion. It's the damnedest thing we've ever seen. Soap and water and hard rubbing motion. Top it all off with 
if you're really in need and you want some assistance, we're glad to help, but just keep your distance. The infection counts up and the stock market's down on the streets of Times Square. Thank you so much, Ed. What a great song. I hope that made everyone else smile as much as it made me smile. So now on the phone with us, we have Jason Rhodes. Jason is a parent of a seven-year-old in JCC Kids and a parent of a four-year-old in Shalom. Hi, Jason. Thanks so much for joining the call. Hey, thank you for having me. Sure. So I would just like to know how it's going juggling a a job and and kids at the same time during social distancing? Well, for the most part, it's gone surprisingly better than we imagined. Uh, Having two kids of the ages we do, four and seven, uh, we worried about fighting and we worried about uh, managing them. But uh, one of the great things that they're doing is bonding. Um, When you don't have your friends to play with and you've got one other kid in the house, who do you go to? And so they've been cuddling up together sometimes. So there's some really beautiful moments. However, today has been kind of a meltdown day and, and that's okay. We've tried lots of things. We've done some scooting at the park and, and trying to maybe separate them. I think that we all maybe crave a little space at some point and uh, are trying to provide that for them. So what, what's it like juggling being a parent with work? Are you, um, are you doing Zoom calls and now you're a teacher? How's that going? So every day, Monday through Thursday, I have Zoom calls with my students from one to three. And my wife is the school counselor and she does her calls uh, a lot in the morning and makes daily uh, mindfulness videos. But for me, I'm an English teacher. And in some ways that makes things a little bit easier because I can assign some reading and, and they can do some writing or discussions or some interesting things. Like I'm having them do a little work with videos. Um, but I find that I'm able to to get that work done and also have the kids be involved sometimes, you know, they, oh, they photobomb my zoom calls sometimes. <laughs> my students are always happy to see them because they're also, they're very cute right now, my children. And uh-huh. also I, with any stories about them, they're kind of uh, thrilled to have them be a part of things. Well, how do you feel about the fact that this could stretch on for months and months and go well into the future? Do you see things being manageable in the long term, or um, how do you see yourself coping with this um, over over the course of months? That is the great unknown, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I feel like we have a pretty nice little thing going for right now. You know, we live across from and so the kids can go there and ride their scooters and bikes and we can play games there in the parking lot and have a little freedom of movement and so our world is very small you know our house on an eighth of an acre but um, we're trying to fight that you know by planting flowers and doing little projects and and we hope to uh, fight death with life you know and, mm. and sex with love and sickness with love and, and caring and, and just have a 
we have so much control over our own personal little world right now, and I hope we take advantage of that. The JCC has been great, especially for Sam, who is four. Um, he's really bonded with Adam, uh, one of his teachers. Yesterday, Sam built a tower out of solo cups, and I don't know how we have, we probably have 200 of those in our house. It's like a frat party. And <laughs> he built a tower on his own that just, to me, seemed really complex, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we figured that on Story Park, and Adam commented on that, and Sam just went through the moon over that. And mm-hmm. today, they had some conversation at lunch with all of them together, and it was funny to watch because I don't think they knew how to react to each other, the kids. Um, mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing those continue. They they want to continue those, and I, I hope they do, and I, I look forward to watching the kids start to talk to each other that way. Sounds like you and your wife, Allison, are doing such a great job as parents and juggling work and, and parenting right now. I really appreciate your taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, I'm happy to talk to you. Do check with us, though, uh, in a couple months. <laughs> it may be a lot different. It may be a slow walk toward insanity in this house. <laughs> yeah, I would love to check back in in a few months and see how things are going then um, compared to now. That would be great. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, be well. Bye-bye. Now on the line with us, we have Mariah Schweiger, who is the Youth and Teens Director at the Asheville JCC. How are you doing, Mariah? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Belle? I'm hanging in there. Thank you for taking the call. I just want to check in with you about how things are going in your world. I know you've been juggling the workload at home and not going into the JCC. So how do all of these differences feel to you? Um, What's your life like right now? Life feels strange. It feels kind of like a roller coaster. Um, Right now, I feel like I'm doing well because I have some sweet, sweet neighbors who have a cob oven in their backyard and they made pizza and made some in a delivery box for me to come and pick up. So these moments feel sweet. It feels scary listening to the news and seeing articles on Facebook and Mm -hmm. hearing disappointing conversations with friends that are scared and family members. But overall, I feel, you know, really grateful for my health and for my support system and for my sweet, sweet neighbor, my neighborhood. Um, I think it was about just a couple days ago, it was over the weekend and a bag of muffins appeared in our <laughs> mailbox. Um, and there was a, and there was a note attached that said um, front porch sing along with Jim and Gail uh, Thursday at 4 PM, bring a chair, come and sit. And Jim and Gail are our neighbors that live across the street from us. They're both in their 70s. And in nice weather, they sit on their porch and they have chickens and vegetables. And they're always Mm -hmm. giving out baskets of things, whether it's eggs or jalapenos Mm -hmm. to the neighbors. But I live in West Asheville in this street that not everyone really knows each other. So, um I was excited that they were putting this together. So Thursday came along and we laid our blanket out at the end of our driveway. And there was like eight different neighbors that all came from their houses and were sitting appropriately six, six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Gail, the, the, the woman, asked for everyone to introduce themselves. So we all went around and said our names and where in the neighborhood that we live. And we all sang some songs together. We sang You Are My Sunshine and a couple other songs. And it was just a really, really cool way for the neighborhood to get to meet each other. And there was kids drawing chalk. There were people my age. There were people of all ages that I hadn't even met before. And I drive past their houses every day. And it was just a really cool way to create uh, intention during this time. I love that story. It's just so wonderful to hear that people are turning a situation that is as difficult and scary as, as a pandemic into an opportunity to really connect. It's amazing that that this virus has brought that out and that you have a community that, that is so receptive to that. Yeah, I think even just a note, notes in the neighbor's mailboxes, introducing yeah. yourself or, you know, just finding ways to yeah, continue connecting. And, and I found after since this porch sing-along, everyone's waving a lot more when they're driving in their car <laughs> past each other. And I don't know if it's just in my neighborhood or, I mean, when I've been driving other places too, it feels like people are, are just waving more to each other. It's really sweet. So tell me just a little bit about what you have going on with JCC Kids and how you're turning some of your program into virtual programming, how that's going. Is that working out? Yeah, so we, over the past couple of weeks, my staff and I took a lot of time to upload. We actually have a JCC Kids YouTube channel. Uh, you can find the link on the JCC website. There's a bunch of different videos um, with tutorials on how to how to make different arts and crafts. Some of our staff are competing in how fast they can read uh, Fox and mm -hmm. Fox, the Dr. Seuss book. Mm -hmm. um, and staff, and we've been reaching out to our families over the phone. We've been posting story park communications, and we are also taking submissions right now for a talent show, which we've received about five. We're hoping more come in where kids are doing talents at home and sending them in, and we're going to compile uh, it to be kind of a big video for everyone to see. And I'm also trying to work a little bit with some of our teens, some of our sixth, seventh, and eighth graders to engage them. So we're going to be doing some Shabbat Zoom room hangouts every Friday, beginning this Friday. So yeah. we'll see how that turnout is and just try to keep doing everything we can to create the intention of community and coming together. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing a really great job creating really fun, engaging things for, for your age group, um, the teens and, and the youth participants to, to take part in. That's really awesome. Or I'm excited to see what other ideas we can come up with. Well, I want to thank you again for taking the call and I'd love to be able to check back in with you in the coming weeks and, and just see how, how things are going in the future, if that's okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks, Belle. Thanks so much, Mariah. We'll talk to you soon. And that concludes episode three of J Voices. Thanks so much for listening. Hang in there, everyone. Years from now, we'll remember the year 2020 when the pandemic hit and it scared us aplenty. When the folks in China hatched this disease, we closed everything down and said, stay at home. Wash your hands with soap and water and hard rubbing motion, then top it all off with some.